0: Hey guys, I hope you're doing awesome on this beautiful Wednesday morning. If you get any value out of today's episode, don't forget to share it with your most active social media. We're back for another passionate professional blind individual on a Wednesday. And today we're chatting with a guy I met back in August from. Two islands, one nation that I didn't even know was around, Trinidad and Tobago. And today's guest is Marlon Parijo. Marlon is the host of Dreevy and the Dark podcast. He is also the guy behind the initiative of the Blind Way Forward. Don't know what the hell I'm talking about? That's okay. Check out the show notes and go get links to any referenced material in this interview, as well as to the aforementioned projects. Don't forget, make today the best day of your life. Then. Do it again tomorrow.
1: Powered by
0: Libsyn, the largest podcast host and distribution network since 2004.
1: Libsyn.com. Hey
0: everyone, this is Michael back again with another Your Own Pay podcast episode. This is exciting. I'm with the guy who inspires me and I don't even think he realizes it. Marlon Parijo, and Marlon, I apologize if I mispronounced your name, is joining <laughs> me. He's joining me from Trinidad and Tobago, and Marlon has not been blind all of his life. Those of you who've listened to my podcast uh, in the past or know me personally know that I've been blind all my life. So watching people make a transformation in their lives after losing vision is Honestly for me one of the most inspiring things because I take blindness for granted. I know I know how to do things so I don't even think about how I would have to relearn uh, to do things. Marlon hey. is the host of a podcast Dreevy in the Dark and he is the blog contributor at theblindwayforward.blog or er, wordpress.com. Any links Next. and Twitter <laughs> accounts will be mentioned in the show notes. Marlon, that's a quick introduction to you. Can you tell the listeners more about who you are and what you do? <laughs> sure, sure,
1: well, according to my birth paper here, my name is Marlon Curtis Perejo. I am 36 years yes, young. young, and I have been blind for five years. Yes, I, have I have two and a half children. One is 12 One is five, and the other is still baking. (laughs) I've been been married. Next year would make it 13 years. I've been married. And yeah, uh, when I first um, went blind, like most people, I was devastated when I got the diagnosis of doom. And like everybody who did not know, I was in a a state of, you know, not not crying, but state of, I was in a state and i learned after a while that blindness is a problem but it's not the problem the problem is ignorance when you don't know about something you will assume that that thing does not exist so that's pretty much me my my podcast and my um, my podcast Driven in the Dark, and my blog com is is a, is a reflection of how i feel about you know blindness i mean i firmly believe that whatever hand that life deals you you play it and don't just play play to win i like it and we're going to talk more about the
0: blog in a minute uh, because there sure. are, <laughs> as you know there are some very interesting articles uh, <laughs> one of my favorite is but he's gonna hit my kid <laughs> yeah <laughs> so marlon uh you you've got two and a half kids uh first of all yeah. i have to say now I know what the C stands for. I've always wondered, but didn't want to ask. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was something like Cornelius. <laughs> yeah, well, I thought, I thought it was one of those mysterious words that you just didn't say, so you gave it a first
1: initial. <laughs> no, no, no. It's quite, quite, it's quite, quite. No. It's like when people ask me, um, is your name? um portuguese and i say listen i can tell you that my name means all this big fancy stuff and it's portuguese and it comes from this year and so on so but to be honest my name is actually typographical error my grandmother went (laughs) to the place that to register Uh, My father and spelled the name incorrectly. The name was supposed to be P A R E J O, and she spelled it the way that you see it now. So that happens when people ask me what is the origin of my name. I don't say Spanish, Portuguese, Italian. I say it's typo. I love it. We have to grab that clip from
0: your daughter saying, my daddy's name is Marla. (laughs) That's something that I want to kind of touch on. So you had a kid when you were blind. Was your youngest, um, Maya, I believe it is, was your youngest born when you were blind or was she born after
1: the diagnosis? I was, oh yes, it was was a bit after the diagnosis. I would have seen uh, Maya probably once Yes, I believe once. I took a picture of her. I'm not sure how it works, but for some reason, I could have seen smaller pictures. I don't know how that how that how that works out. Yeah, the smaller the <laughs> pictures, the better I would see it. I don't know why it was like that. If it's too big, I don't know. But I would have seen, you know, what, what she looked like. All I can remember is that when she was born... She was feisty straight out of the womb. From what I understand, the nurse, the midwife, you know, they do the thing with, this, with the thing. They try to get the stuff out, down to the nose and stuff. And she hit the um the thing out of the nurse's hand. And <laughs> then when she held her hands and tried to the think, she kicked the thing out of the nurse's hand. So yeah, she was fighting. She was I mean, kicking and screaming. And then when she was in the cut, she was like so tired, exhausted. I was like, ugh. Five years later, she's still like that so (laughs) i
0: was just gonna say hey it doesn't sound like she's changed much and she's definitely her daddy's girl
1: yeah definitely definitely
0: if you had to pick the hardest thing you had to do had to relearn to do when you went blind what would you say that would be
1: the hardest thing would be what basically accepting the fact that i had to change my whole way of of living I have, to, I have to change it. And the thing with changing your whole way of living is you have to pretty much change your way of thinking. I have to think, listen, I cannot do it this way, so I need to do it this way. So before I actually went to learn how to use a computer, I, was, I remember somebody was telling me that this can, could have been done. You can learn how to use a computer. And I told him, listen, that is impossible. Blind people can't use computers. Brian people can't use phones? Why people can't use toilets? What are you talking about? And it's like, no, um, this pla- this place will teach you how to use the computer. I'm like, really? So I actually went there with a friend for myself. Um, a, a friend of mine, he went with me, and I think he fell in love with the with the with the computer teacher, because <laughs> yeah, he, he wasn't he all that interested before, and then he got a good look at her, and then all of a sudden he was asking, "And uh, do you have any more brochures? I really want to carry it back to the office, you know, and really spread the word." And I was like, "This." Man, what just now? They wasn't interested. All of a sudden, and then I like she, she good looking. I'm like, yeah, she really good looking, boy. And, <laughs> but I remember my actor, I asked her. I said, um, her name is Janelle. I said, Janelle, Janelle I, listen, are you blind? And she said, yes. And that was good enough for me because in my mind, I was thinking, I was if you were teaching me how to use your computer and you could see, I wouldn't really take a word for it. Even if you tell me, listen, this is easy. I would. I in my mind actually, of course, it easy. You could see. But the fact that she was blind and she was using it and she was using it well, I was like, wow, okay. And then after a while, I asked her, well, how long um, did you take to learn JAWS? And she said three months. I said, I want to learn this in a month because I did not want to lose my job. Oh, yes, by the way, I'm a police officer, in case people didn't know. Whilst I wait for you all to pick your bottom JAWS from off the ground at the the shock, I don't direct traffic. That would be unreasonable. I don't kick down doors. That would be unfathomable, (laughs) I basically do like analyst work and and things of that nature, interrogations and things of that nature and things like that. So no running around and definitely no driving, at least not yet. yet. So so it might be the the, the, the hardest part for me would have been to actually change my mindset. That's the hardest part. I mean, it was quick, but it was hard. <laughs>
0: right. So as you guys can see, Marlon doesn't lead with, hey, by the way, I'm a blind police officer. Why don't you lead with that? Because that would definitely catch attention.
1: I don't want attention per se. I'm, I'm just a regular guy. I don't want to be known as, and, and there's, a lot of, there's a lot of dialogue and things that you can get with that. I don't want to be known as a blind cop. I want to be known as a cop, period. I'm I'm a cop that just happens to be blind. I can recall, and I think I had that in the the music episode where I was listening to a YouTube video with a guy from Turkey. He's an artist. And he was lamenting that that people are more concerned with how he does the art rather than the art itself. And I thought that's so profound. And it's true. You understand? When I do a presentation, because as you know, I do, pre- I do keynote presentations with Keynote. Lovely, lovely program. Y'all should, y'all should, y'all should use it. It's pretty accessible. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> so I do my PowerPoint presentations. I put it on my iPad, and I go through the PowerPoint. But the problem is, is that everything is lost in the content of the PowerPoint. Everybody is more concerned with how a blind person is doing it. And yep. that is usually an issue with me. So sometimes I ask, any questions. And then when I hear we have three persons with their hands raised, I said, "Anybody have any questions about the PowerPoint?" Oh, no, I say, "Anybody has anybody has any questions about not about how I do the PowerPoint?" <laughs> not about three more people put on their hands, <laughs> and, so, and some they don't even ask questions. I know I don't have a question. I have like a comment. It's like you're so cool. It's like yeah, but what about the? And that could be a problem. <laughs> it would it may work for some people, but you know, I just want to be known as just a regular person who just you know happens to be blind. And my intention is we're gonna start doing some things in um in the schools. And what I'm what I'm gonna do is that I'm gonna get one of their one of their friends and uh, bring them up and blindfold them. And no, before I blindfold them, ask them what what's the person's name. And if they say the, the guy's name is Joe, I'll say, okay, cool. I'm gonna blindfold him and I say, Okay, what's his name now? And I'm going we say, well, he's still Joe. And I say, exactly. <laughs> he ain't no different than how he was before. The only difference is that he can't see no more. Exactly. So why would you treat him different? <laughs> so sometimes you have to do those things in order, you know, to prove a point. Like the time when um, I think in the US, I think they, they, um, a, a couple of uh, wheelchair users took their wheelchairs and parked it in the regular parking spots. And I think they got the idea after that. <laughs> <laughs> they packed it in all the regular parking spots it's like people's like okay we get it we get it we won't park in your spots anymore <laughs> I think it was like about a hundred wheelchairs <laughs> and they left all the handicap parking empty I was like that, that's cool <laughs> <laughs>
0: So what do you say when someone says you're an inspiration? Because I, I, I hear that often and other blind individuals hear, oh, you're an inspiration. And to an extent, I understand where people who have never experienced blindness so do are coming I. from.
1: So do I. Um, I don't always get, you know, peeved. I don't always get peeved. But, I mean, there are some people that really take it to the, to the extreme. Like, I remember there was a time that I, I was walking and somebody told me that um, my shoelaces are untied. And I bend down to tie my shoelaces and, wait for it, I kid you not, people started to clap. I wanted to just grab a rock and just sort of hurl at people. It's like, what is wrong with you people? <laughs> I should put that on a blog. Yeah, but I mean, you will get those things. I mean, it's not to say, I think, because you remember, I was on that side of the fence just five years ago. And I'm thinking, they call you an inspiration because they are imposing their values, superimposing their values on you. They are thinking that I, as they wouldn't be able to do it if they were you. So, like when I tell a guy that you know I pretty much I travel to work every morning, it's a big thing for them because they're thinking if I were to close my eyes and I had to take three sets of transport to get to work every day and back, I don't know how how I would do that. So that's one of the reasons why they they get you know they get that whole you're, you're, you're 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 my inspiration sort of thing. But at the same time, there are some things that are so, you know, trivial that, you know, it's, it's ridiculous. Or surpassing automatic flushing urinals. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> <some problem. laughs> that as well. Computer thing would, yeah, fine. I can understand the computer things, especially if it is you don't know. But there's some things that, I mean, oh, come, come on. Having a bath, come on. Do sight do, do, yeah. do people really look to see where they're, I mean, it's not like body parts shift. so before i was blind my right pinky finger was here (laughs) so let me see it's probably over oh there it is
0: well if someone made a comment once you it's not like you sit there and you stare at yourself in a mirror while you're showering yourself so no
1: you don't exactly like i remember there was a time i was eating soup and the girl was sitting she was sitting in front of me and she's like wow You have been watching you for the past 20 minutes and you haven't missed your mouth once. (laughs) And I was like, wow, first and foremost, it's very creepy to stare at someone eating for 20 minutes. Two, can you see your mouth? (laughs) I mean, can you like look down and see your mouth? (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm, I'm laughing because you see, I don't want to come across as crass. I want to come across and listen, laugh at yourself and get it right the next time. Don't, I'm not going to be angry with you simply because you don't know. I mean, there are some people that say some really, really ridiculous comments, but some, it's, it's a sort of, when they see a blind person, or any person with a disability doing something, somehow the synapses don't fire in time, and they misfire. So that's why they'll, they'll, uh, they'll say comments, like what they say, like the lady who, when I told her that I had an iPhone, she's like, wait, you attached the phone to your eye? <laughs> no, I, I don't. It's an iPhone, I-P-H, not E-Y. <gasps>
0: you can spell. And then at some point you can only laugh so much at people and then you just got to shake oh, yeah. your head and walk on. Yeah. And, I, <laughs> and I
1: shocked myself that day. I was I actually ran away from her. And the funny thing is I was looking back <laughs> to see if she was following me. And then I realized, wait, why am I looking back? And You know, there's still some things that I do. Like i a sighted person. I can't help it. Like when I come into the bathroom, I look left and right. I don't know why I do that. <laughs> so it's like, you know. And then my wife still asks me, why am I ironing in the dark? I was like, really? (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: awesome, Marlon. Marlon, you started a blog back in July of 2015. and We've mentioned it earlier called theblindwayforward.wordpress.com. Once again, links will be in the show notes. What inspired you to start that
1: blog? I wanted an outlet. At first, it started off as two lines on my Facebook status. I put on my Facebook status. I got to... Uh, let me see, I tell this, I got to the bus stop and I only bumped into three three light poles today. And there were some people were liking it, some people were, you know, laughing. And then one person in particular said she didn't find it funny. And I said, well, why? Because, I mean, is this something that's, that's so sad? I said, no, what would be sad is if I walked into 25 poles.
0: You see, the thing is that I was doing that,
1: I was doing that to show and I, I actually used that In some of my motivational speeches at home in trinidad where i said uh, i know that there are 25 light poles from my taxi stand to the other taxi stand and i asked them do you think you can tell me how i knew that and they said no is that because i walked into all 25 of them but the thing is that the next day i walked into 10 and then the next day i walked into five you see once it is you don't see a failure as just a failure but a way just not to do a thing then you're going to be all right so that's how i started writing about it and then eventually the posts began to get longer and longer and longer. And then I got began to get more creative with my words because I wanted to showcase how I felt. I wanted to showcase how I feel, how what I what I'm hearing, what I'm thinking, you know. And that's how the blogging coming up coming about. And because some people were complaining that, you know, those posts are too long. But I love I love it, but those posts are too long. Why don't you just have a link where you can click on it and I say, okay, great. And then boom blind way at wordpress, dot, dot WordPress dot com. and then it was it began to get so long that I even had one story that that took three parts this lady who was like really really cuckoo because she had this 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 large picture of Mary and and she wanted to give it to me and I didn't want it and she got angry and she got all physical and then I started to think okay well I can I can probably subdue her but then what would happen is that I am 250 pounds and five foot ten, and she's smaller than me. And if I fight with her, who do you think they are going to think is the aggressor?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: So they would see the cane on the girl, and they wouldn't even think that it's me, is the blind person. They would think that she is the blind person. And I'd probably get and it, it, The whole thing was really, really bizarre.
0: Sounds like an article I need to definitely go read. Well, three articles oh, yeah. I need to go read. It's, it was crazy. It was crazy. It was crazy. It was but crazy. he'll hit my baby. Remember that article?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, I, I, that was ridiculous. I mean, I, I admit that Trinidad, it's, it, we are a developing country, I guess. And a lot of people know like diddly squat about that disability. But come on. I mean, right. I sat in a taxi and the lady was hysterical. Tell any driver... I shouldn't sit next to her. Now in Trinidad, we don't have, we don't do the whole, they don't do taxis by meter. We don't do that. It's basically four or five people sitting down in a taxi and everybody's paying one rate. And I'm sure a lot of people from the US and other places are probably like, wow, we, we should have that here. <laughs> you share one vehicle and they pay one rate. And she was like, I don't want them sitting next to me. Suppose he hit my baby. And, and my personality is that I'm not going to sweat it. So I told her, son, Alright, you stay here, I'll go get another vehicle. Okay, that's quite alright. And I left only to understand that the entire vehicle, because you have to wait for the vehicle to fill up before you leave, the entire the all the passengers from the vehicle stepped out and left her alone. So she <laughs> had to wait. And you know, that was that was sort of cool. And I was able to, you know, whilst we were going on the road, they were learning, I was explaining a lot of things about blindness and this and that. And they were really interested. And most of them were like young guys, like 18, 15. Yeah. I think they were, playing, they were like a football side or something like that. So it was really, really cool.
0: Awesome. And and that that story, again, will be linked in the show notes. You mentioned something in that story, though. You said, I was not in the mood to educate someone who was obviously convinced that I was the blind version of Charles Manson. I decided yeah, to just move on. <laughs> yeah.
1: That there are some people that you can educate and there are some you would know. Trust me. You just have to hear their tone. I was like, uh-uh-uh. it it makes no sense no matter what you do or what you say they are not going to listen it's like people who guide you incorrectly they take your hand and put it under their arm and no matter how much time you tell them listen i need to hold here they put it back under their arm there are just some people that no matter what you do or what you try god himself has to stretch down and touch him i especially try to stay well i can't stay away from them but i would send anybody to try to avoid persons who tell you don't worry, I have a I have a family member who's blind. Trust me, there's a very good chance that they don't know. <laughs> and they think they know. That and
0: makes me worry.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, I mean, I remember there was a time that I I, a lady, I was uh a lady was assisting me and I held it onto her arm and we were walking, going, and the guy, another guy said, No, you have to put his hand on your shoulder. And she's like, Hello, buddy, man. and they began to argue. And I was like, mate, um, can't uh okay, well. You stay here and argue and I'll just, you know, move along. <laughs> 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 World War Three, and I'm just like, okay.
0: <laughs> ask the person who you're leading for advice, maybe.
1: Yes, you think? <laughs> a and novel concept. Yeah, ask the person. There's a very good chance that they would know. Ask them. Some people put my hand on their shoulder and I say, listen, I usually put my hand on shoulders of people who are very, very short. <laughs> like a child or something. Like that. Right. I I would put my hand on the guy's six foot five, shoulder, my arm will get tired. <laughs> We've got
0: a couple of more questions for you. And now we're on, on my
1: favorite part, Dreavie in the
0: Dark, where we're gonna talk yeah. to a little bit about it because it's right. it's it's given me a chance to listen to Trinidad and to Megan what it sounds like. What is your yes. objectives with this podcast? What do you want to accomplish with it?
1: I wanted to showcase my country different um resources, different Ow! places like the, the yeah. zoo and you know the different places to go like the park and you know we have the mud volcano and we have the pitch lake there is a lake that produces pitch and nobody knows exactly how deep it is but it's just a natural resource that we just inherited so that's one thing i want to just showcase the country's culture also at the same time i wanted to encourage persons with vision impairment in my country to go out and experience it experience they will. I remember when my group and I decided to go to the zoo, some persons were saying, why would we go to the zoo? Blind people are not really allowed in the zoo. I was like, yeah, but how do you know? Did you ever go to the zoo before? And there's a lot of people that, that claim that these things are not accessible to us when in truth, in fact, it is. It just never went. So I wanted to, to go and actually record myself other person's having fun. And it would, one, give somebody who probably can't leave their home for whatever reason, something to enjoy, so they, they would experience it through our ears, as it were, and also to encourage somebody who is otherwise afraid to go to just come out and go, you know, come out and do something. I mean, we're not, we're not so different from anybody else. We're, we're blind just like you. And we just decided that as long as we are paying taxes and, you know, and we are voting every, every four or five years, we have a right to these things. And same, likewise, that the individual who's listening to it has as well. And I got the idea pretty much from CSUN because I enjoy listening to the people going to the Because I, I mean, I would probably never end up there at CSUN and going from different table to table. And so, but I can actually experience it through those, through those interviews. And I enjoy it immensely. It's almost as if I am in the, um, in the place going from table to table and touching things and describing it and so on. So that's one of the, um, the inspirations I got for it.
0: I never knew that. Now you say something. Seasun <laughs> is. I'll, I'll be honest. I'm. That's my guilty pleasure. Come. What's that? The last week <laughs> yeah. of March. I, I, I'm. All, I'm all about listening to Seasun or watching yeah. live Seasun videos, and, and definitely my. My favorite thing. You said something early in your podcast, and I don't remember the exact quote, but maybe you can, you can come up with it. Uh, but you were talking about how if you make the decision to stay home, that's fine. But if you don't yes. think you can do it, then it's something like a jail cell. No. If
1: you are home because you want to stay home, you're living at home. But if you are home because you think that you can't leave, you're living in a prison. Stay home, but only if you want to stay home. But if it is your home because you're afraid to leave, you are in a prison of your own making. Do you understand? Yeah. I mean, I was the same way. I, I I thought that I would how maybe I suppose I fall in a hole. Suppose I fall I walk into a pole. Suppose I walk into a pole and then fall in a hole. <laughs> suppose, 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 suppose. But suppose it doesn't happen. Suppose I go there and have the and have fun. Every day is more or less is more or less an adventure. Every day if, when I travel on my own. I literally meet a different person that I actually dialogue with. Mm-hmm. I mean, for every one one person who just ridiculous, there are about twenty five persons who I meet that I can shed some um, light on, shed information on. You know, I mean, there are some people that I would meet and I, I get, I, I, I get, I get caught unawares. Yes, <laughs> but I mean, well, yeah. Like I remember there was a time where. Um, Oh, this one, this one was cool. Where I met this guy. His name was Sheldon. And that was right after the, t- the two people were, were arguing. And whilst I was walking with him, the, a young lady came up to him and stopped him and told him good morning. Now, I literally felt his heart through his elbow. I was like, Why, what's, what's going on? Only to realize that this Sheldon had a crush on this girl. And she probably never gave him the time of day. <laughs> so she was like... um. Is this your brother? And he was like, um, mm, mm, mm. So I realized, hey, is that what's going on? I said, no, 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 no. I was walking and he offered to assist me and nobody wanted to assist me. And it was so nice that he, you know, he offered it to help me and so on because it's really, really hard and I really laid it on thick. <laughs> and the girl said, okay, um, well, do we have a class this evening? Right. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, um, what I'll do Um, I'm going to give you my number. And I was like, hey, wait, wait, you want to give Sheldon a heart attack? (laughs) 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 And I was really, I was really glad for him. As soon as I realized that that, that's what was happening, yeah, I laid it on thick. You know, when we're ready, we could pull out the blind card quick in a flash oh yeah oh yeah when yeah, when, when we, it's convenient that blind card can when it's come out convenient we, we pull that blind card i pull that blind card out and i it, it came out of my pocket like a like a, like a credit card and it, it came out like a like a billboard i am blind sheldon is so nice you should date him <laughs> <laughs> so when, when she left and he he was literally you know i'm holding on to his arm and i'm literally feeling him walking and skipping and I was like, and that was like really, that was really cool. I mean, I've I've never met him again after that, but that was really really cool. That, that you know, that something like that. Something that people think was bad actually turned out good for that guy. And it's just so many things that I would have went through. That's how I started doing, you know, the the blog. Unfortunately, I can't record myself all the time to catch that, to catch something like that for Drew Vinnie That would be
0: right. awesome. Right. That would have been a great episode. What? And, and, and wouldn't it be awesome if, you know, in a couple of months all of a sudden you run into Sheldon and he's like, hey, you want to come to the wedding? Be like, <laughs>
1: like the same girl? It's like, yeah, really?
0: That would be cool. The the things that can happen when you just when you just do it. You just, you know, realize yeah. what's going on, observe your surroundings and, and take action on what you're realizing. There are things
1: that you can help and there are things that you can't help. I understand I cannot help the fact that I can't see. I can't help that fact. Mm-hmm. But what I can help is how I reacted and how I operate with it. So I mean, I started really doing things different. I pretty much have the first time I heard about key and I mean, I have a friend in Canada. She laughs the fact that I have a cane holster. She's like, girl, I'm probably the only person in my country that has a cane holster. Nobody, no one has ever heard of a cane holster. <laughs> and I bought one and I re- I put it on. It's like, yeah, this is cool because especially when I'm eating doubles. A doubles is like a very messy sandwich. It's made of fried dough with a lot of seasoned stuff in it. It's called a bara. You get two bara pull doubles. You put a dollop of of chana. Some people may know it has chickpeas, and that is seasoned as well. And, you know, it has cucumbers and sometimes tam- tamarind sauce and a whole bunch of stuff in it. And, yeah, that's it. Yeah, doubles. It's about, like, 400,000 calories. <laughs> but I love it. <laughs> I'm really feeling the doubles now. <laughs> <laughs> I eat something to put my cane. <laughs> so I hook it on my... And I literally have now... I carry the, the, um, the holster to a shoemaker that he makes my shoes for me, and I have cane holsters that match all my shoes now.
0: I had a cane holster in school, and it was great to be the guy who can whip out his cane like a sword and
1: let it yeah. unfold, but I never thought yeah. about getting them to match your shoes. That's clever. Hello, my shoes, I have a sort of a, a snakeskin synthetic something. I have a cane holster made out of snakeskins too. I have a white holster, a green holster, a brown holster. And yeah, you know the everything you say I you bring you brought sexy back, I bring blind sexy back.
0: Now how do you tell the difference between each one to match them up?
1: Braille. <laughs> <laughs> I have a Braille the Braille tape that I bought. Yeah, just There you go. Green.
0: These ones go with my green shoes. I like it, Marlon. Marlon, we're at my favorite section of this hangout, and that is It's time for the top four with today's passionate professional blind individuals on the Your Own Pay podcast. Don't forget to share with your most active social media network. If you enjoy today's chat, this podcast is made possible thanks to the blind way forward. Live your life. Do things you love and discover new experiences, blindwayforward.com. With that said, let's get back to it. And these are four questions that I'm going to ask you that you can leverage and expand or make as short as you'd like. Hopefully, they'll inspire people to do something. And you're great at that. So I'm sure you'll enjoy this. (laughs) So the first question is, what is one online service or application you could not live without?
1: Toss up between the KNF
0: reader and the the KNF reader. Yeah, KNFE reader, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Best
1: investment of my life. Yeah.
0: I because I, I use an
1: app called Text Expander, but I could probably live without Text Expander, but definitely not the K N F reader. I go bonkers. <laughs> that's
0: interesting. That you use Text Expander. I love Text Expander, but yeah, K N F reader.
1: Don't tell anybody that's my secret. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: want to know how I finish my report so quickly? Yeah, it's Text Expander. <laughs> yep, yep. And the fillable sections of there. Especially yeah. when your reports are the
1: same. Oh man, that is yeah. real nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, boom. Like, like, I have like headers, like HDR, boom. But it's like, how do you finish out so fast? Yeah, that's because I type fast. It's Magic. Like, wow, Braille, Braille is really that fast. And my mind was like, yeah, it's fast, really that fast.
0: Marlon, number two, what is one piece of advice you would give someone who is interested in following
1: their passions to make a difference in the world? Just do it. When life gives you lemons... Why settle for just lemonade? Make lemon pie, make lemon wine, make lemon cake. Don't just act, don't just cope, don't just exist, excel. In my experience, you can cope in spite of your blindness, but you can also excel and prosper in spite of your blindness and because of your blindness.
0: I love it, I love it, just do it. Number three, how have books
1: made an impact on your life? Well, I read a lot of books. One of my favorite books is called The Blind Doctor. If anybody who doesn't know, any, there's a guy by the name of, I think his name is Jacob Balotin. He, he, he was around in the 1800s. So you know back then, there was no iPhones. There was no talking thermometers. There was no talking anything. All there was was Braille. And he was born blind, and he wanted to be a doctor. And there was nothing that could have stopped him. Trust me, what, uh, what he went through, that is what they call inspiration. I, not the fact that um, I do a lot of things as inspirational, but what he went through is inspirational. The book actually says that he actually went to the... He saved money by selling brushes to do the medical thing. And he was literally fought down from since then. They didn't want him in. He actually got in. And when he got in now, they gave him, like, he had to learn, like, the, the different systems, the nervous systems, and the, the bone system, and whatever system, and they gave him it on paper. Obviously, it's like, yeah, you had to find a way to make it work, you know? And he went home, and he got persons, you know, to make, you know, 3D models of it on it. And he was learning, and he was excelling better than his colleagues. And guess what his colleagues did? They actually, you know, praised him. No, they didn't praise him. They, they, they destroyed his models sighted people were afraid of him they destroyed his models and he still came on top of his class and then when he still came on top of his class and he became a doctor then, even then, it was a problem because I think some lady came with her child and then she realized that he was blind and he couldn't, you know pay the bills for probably, I think, years because although he, he went through all of this he got, his thing, he got his degree, people still didn't accept it eventually he became the most sought-out doctor in the U.S. at that time because um, I think even from school, they had this thing where he could have read Braille through 16 handkerchiefs. 16 handkerchiefs. Wow. Yeah, and he was so good. He could have, he could have touched you and tell your temperature in its exact temperature. He could have put his on your, on your on your chest and know what is wrong with you. There was a doctor that diagnosed something and he went against him and said, listen, it's not that. And they they gave him the chance and they realized it was, as he said, it went from nobody wanting to bring a patient to him to doctors calling him and begging him, pleading for five minutes of his time just to give him a diagnosis. That is what I call inspiration.
0: That is definitely a book we all should read. That is an inspiration. Yeah.
1: The blind doctor, Jacob Lutton, is really this... You, you when you read that, what you go through, it pales in comparison, in my opinion. And you, and you know what, and it was the, the, thing, the reason why, he pushed no matter what. There was another doctor. He was blind as well, but he had rich family. And you just imagine, he went to him thinking, well, listen, I'm a blind doctor. You're a blind doctor. Surely I would get some, some support and inspiration from you. The guy told him, forget it. Leave it. Don't even bother. Another person. So, at the end of the day, you have to decide what you want, no matter what anyone tells you. Even if it's people who you trust that tell you, hey, no. That's that's not the only person, in my opinion, should tell you, should scare you away from whatever goal that you have is God himself. If it is you want to climb Mount Everest as a blind person, go ahead. I tell them Marlon Curtis, Perejo say so go ahead. I might come with you. <laughs> you understand and record
0: it for Dreavy in the dark <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah don't allow en- yeah of course don't allow anybody to tell you can't do something at all i remember that from um, pursuit of happiness don't let anybody tell you you can't do something the only person who decides <laughs> what you can't do is you
0: marlon one last question for you you yeah? we were introduced to the iphone 10 years ago what's one okay. piece of technology you're excited for in the next 10 years
1: in the next ten years, hmm, let me see an iPhone. Probably iPhone fifteen or twenty. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> that iPhone would be really flat. It can fit in your wallet, and you can like pull it out and just tap on it, and it, it opens up, and you can make a phone call. Yeah, that be that be awesome. Credit be, card uh, sized just, refresh, iPhone, refreshable braille on the screen. Yeah, that be awesome too. Something that could um like better than tap tap see where you can just point. And get more um better description describing everything, but i know it's it's a long long way from that, but sometimes the AI has to know exactly it is what it is you want because they might give you information that you don't really need, like background and the leaves falling gently to the ground and nonsense like that so <laughs> right
0: but it's it's impressive what we've Come up with in. I mean, even the past two years. Thinking the iPhone's ten years old this year. In the past two years, Facebook is now identifying photos for you. Well,
1: yeah. Listen, Uh, I tell you, I was so amazed because as a blind individual, somebody told me that you can use the iPhone, and like everybody else who did not know, is like, yeah, right. I had an iPhone when I could when I had sight. And I said, listen, that is screen. A blind person can't, there's no way a blind person can use that. That is impossible. What nonsense are you talking? You need to take whatever you're smoking and stop smoking it. But lo and behold, I have an iPhone. And I got so pissed because I got rid of my, my iPod and those things. Because I told myself that those things wouldn't be necessary. I got rid of my PS2 and all those things. And now from interacting with, yeah, from interacting with persons, you know, outside of TNT, I, I I talked to a guy. I can't remember his name. He's a he's a heavy metal rocker guy. He plays Xbox and he plays these games. And he's like, "Wait, so I can I can buy back an Xbox? I can buy back a PlayStation?" So as I said, it's not a matter of you of you not um think It's because you don't know that it is available. So now that I know these things are available, I mean, I have a I have an Apple uh, an Apple Watch now. Yeah, I have two iPads, one iPhone. Mm our uh, one MacBook mini one MacBook pro one MacBook air two Apple televisions um an iPod shuffle an iPod nano
0: <laughs> that's awesome i i i am excited for the revolutions that technology is making definitely i was i i get emails now As you know, I can't drive because I'm – well, legally I can't drive. Um, I got an email because I'm on Tesla's mailing list just because I'm excited about what they're doing. And they now are announcing that they have completely autonomous cars available once regulations are available in the places that they're going to have their
1: cars. Yeah, that would be cool. We yeah. need to make one for Trinidad drivers.
0: Marlon, it's been a blast hanging out with you today, and I want to thank you for joining me. What last question is a way that
1: people can get in contact with you? Uh, no problem. You can get in contact with me via my email, which is nrkey98 at gmail.com. That's November Romeo Kilo Echo Yankee98 at gmail.com. You can contact me at 1 868 291. 5488 or NRP 98 at iCloud.com um, I guess you can probably FaceTime like that. You can leave a message for me on the, on the Blind Way Forward Facebook page. There's also a website called blindwayforward.com um, You can also leave me a message on my WordPress page that's the theblindwayforward.wordpress.com and I'm also on Twitter which is Marlon Eight, blah, 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 blah. I can't remember the numbers. <laughs> so we'll put it in the I'll show notes. notes. Yes, it's not actually Marlon. Eight, blah, 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 blah. It's,
0: it's something else. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you very much, Marlon. And it's been You're amazing welcome. hanging out with you. If you listening to the podcast have anything you want to reach out to Marlon to chat with him about, I will guarantee you that even when you are just, just hanging out with Marlon. He's, a, he's the same guy he is on the
1: podcast. Well, Ma- Marlon and Maya, actually.
0: Yeah, Marlon and Maya are, 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 are the same as what they are on this podcast. So thanks for joining, Marlon. Do you have anything else you want to add
1: before we end this? I would say keep educating yourselves, keep entertaining yourselves. Podcasts are the bomb. I love podcasts. I just can't help myself. Podcast is what really, really pulled me through. When well, I didn't think that it had anybody in Trinidad that would have been able to um, identify with me and encourage me, podcast is what really started it for me. You know, I started off with, with Triple Click Home and, and podcasts like that. And before you know it, it's because I'm, I'm just going through podcasts like I'm binge listening to podcasts. So, Just educate yourself as much as possible and don't let anybody tell you that you can't do something. Well, thanks, Marlon, and it's been awesome. If
0: you, the listener, are interested in connecting with Marlon, any links or references in this episode are available in the show notes.